Townsville Little Theater presents Ambiguous Loss by Michael Butt, directed by Donna Clayton Smith. Act Two, No Man's Land. Hi, you've reached missing people. How can we help? Hi there. Are you okay? My, my name is Aiden. Okay, Aiden. Take your time. I'm so, sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. If you're not ready to talk at the moment, we're here 24-7. Okay. Okay. Now I'm okay. Okay. You sound really upset. Has something happened? I... I, um, I, I, d I did something. I'm, um, my name's Aidan Stevens. Okay. I, I saw a poster of my, uh, of, of me. Okay. A missing poster? Yeah. Are you missing? Yeah. Okay. And how long ago did you go missing? Oh, uh, I think um, oh, a year, year and a half, eighteen months. Okay, it sounds like you're quite upset to see yourself on a poster. Y yeah, I, I was surprised. And why were you surprised? I wanted to know why it was there. Okay, well. The reason why we put up posters is it's generally because someone's been reported missing to the police. It doesn't mean you're in trouble. It just means that someone's been concerned enough to report you to the police as a missing person. Uh, who? Well, if you'd like, because you've seen yourself on our posters, I can have a look on our system and see who it was who reported you missing. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So... You said your name was Aiden Stevenson? Yeah. Uh, Stevens. 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 Sorry. Okay. Could I ask you to confirm your date of birth for me, Aiden? Y yeah. 17th February, 1971. Okay. And who do you think it might have been who reported you as missing? Um, it could... It, it could have been my wife. Okay. And what's your wife's name? Sally. Yeah. It says here that Sally is the person who reported you as missing. You said you were surprised? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought... I thought they'd hate me. And what makes you say that? I... ran away. Do you want to tell me about what happened? I remember that day really, really well. Sally was at work and Jean was asleep and Carmelo was off somewhere and I was sitting at the table in the kitchen. I just went, OK. I got up, put on a jacket. I had nothing. Uh, I had some money in my pocket, but I didn't take anything. Keys, wallet, nothing. And I walked out the door. And as soon as I shut the door, I felt better. I remember as the door shut, I felt better. 
it was like something had been cut and I just started walking and I was walking into town and I was just seeing people and families all around me and they were just kind of covered in relationships and complications and mess and none of it was mine. Uh, I don't know, I just... Things got too much. Who else was it at home? Uh, there's my son and, and my daughter. And how old are they? Now, um, Carmela's 17, uh, Jean's 19. Obviously, you've seen your poster and got in touch with us. Yeah. Are you hoping we could do something to help? And when I got to Peterborough, I don't know Peterborough, never been there before. I got off the coach and, I don't know, I suddenly stopped. And everything started to crash down in on me. I, w I was panicking, I was scared, I had no money and, and people were looking at me. And I just wanted to get away from them, so I started walking. I knew what I'd done. And I knew why I'd done it. At the same time, I, I knew it was wrong, if that makes any sense. One of the things we offer here at Missing People is we can try and send a message back home for you. And how it works is I'm kind of like a human answering machine. So we talk about a message you want to pass back. Yeah. And then I can call Sally and see if she's happy to receive the message. And then we also give Sally the chance to leave a message back for you. W would you tell her where I am? No, I don't know where you are. And we're completely confidential. Even if I did know, I wouldn't tell her unless you asked me to. Um, yeah. Uh, can we do that? We can. And are you all right? Um, Have you been staying somewhere safe since you left? Well, I got to the park and I was... I, I think I was shouting at that point. I, I thought I was going mad and I thought I got away from all of that. When I left, I thought I was... I thought I was safe. <laughs> and then um, I hid in a bush. I stayed there all night, but I didn't sleep. So I moved to different places to sleep all the time. I didn't want to stay in the same place. It's not a good idea. I found a, I, th I think a fire escape, something like that. And I went up there and I was curled up under an air vent because it's warmer there. And I woke up and this guy was pissing on me. I, I think he was drunk. I mean, he was only 20 and he was with a girl. And they were laughing, but I kind of felt like I deserved it, in a way. Um, I, I've been on the streets and been around. I'm... I'm staying at... I have a place now, which is better. It, it, it's better now. Okay. So, I just want to know that they're all right. Okay. Well, if you'd like, we can maybe discuss a message you'd like us to pass. And as I said before, I'm sort of like a human answering machine. 
So exactly what you ask me to say is what I will repeat to Sally, if she's happy to take the message. Can you tell them I'm sorry? I can. And um, uh, that I'm okay and I, I love, love them. I love them. This is obviously quite a big situation for you. I'm sorry. It's okay. Can, can you tell them that? Okay. I tried not to think about my family. That was part of the point. I thought they were better off without me. And maybe I'd be better off without them, and so... I drank anything to kind of keep things out. But I did think about them. I thought about them with Dave, this Scots bloke that I knew. We used to get drunk together and we'd talk about our families. He talked about his wife. He said she was a Lisa. He meant a, a Mona Lisa. He, he meant she was a Mona. <laughs> so we talked about our wives. He had a family, had kids. He said he missed his kids. He used to cry about that. One time, I told him I'd killed my family. Don't really know why. He just looked at me and... and he carried on drinking. But when I thought about them, it, it really hurt. I thought about... Carmilla getting older and how disappointed she'd be in me. But again, I, I tried not to let it in because it's... I thought it was too much. OK. Well, so far, we've got I'm sorry and I'm OK. Yeah. Uh, and I love you. And I love you. Is there anything else you'd like us to say? Uh, no. Okay. We've got Sally's number on file. Yeah? Uh, we'll try and give Sally a call and see if she's happy to take a message. And if so, I'd invite her to leave one back for you if she wants to. Okay. If you want to call back in ten minutes, we can tell you if we've been able to speak to Sally or not. Okay. Um, um, who, who are you? My name's Amy. Amy. All right. Okay. Okay. We'll speak to you soon. Okay. Bye. Take care. Hello. Missing people. How can we help? Uh, is that Amy? It is. Hi, Aiden. Hi. Thank you for calling back. Uh, that's all right. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, I'm all right, um, yeah. Okay. We've tried to call Sally, but actually she's at work until after half five. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we'll try to pass the message again this evening, but obviously, at the moment, there's nothing to pass back. Yeah. What, what happens if she doesn't want to get in touch with me? Well, <clears throat> we're not, we're not always able to promise an outcome. I can hear that you're quite upset. I'm tired. You're tired? Yeah, I'm really tired. What do you mean by tired? Oh, just tired. 
tired of this, you know, tired of it. Oh, well, you know how it is. You're just blown around. You just do what you need to do, get what you need to get. Try and stay out of the way. What do you mean by get what you need to get? Well, food, place to sleep, booze, disappearing, you know. Is that what you wanted to happen when you left? Sort of. R recede and disappear. Have you ever considered going home or getting in touch with other friends or family? No. Since August, things have been getting unbearable, really. I knew it was Carmela's 17th birthday. I missed her birthday last year. I, I can't stop thinking about what she looks like now, what she's doing now, and Jean as well. He'd be 19. And Sally. Uh, and I feel in me, and I, I feel like that they're growing inside me, almost like I'm, I'm pregnant with them. It's, it's broken and I, I can't fix it. What's broken? Everything. Is there anything we could help with about what happened before? Do you want to talk about what happened before? <laughs> what do you mean by being broken? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I should call you back. Okay, do you... I'll call you back. We're here 24-7. I'm going to go. Okay. Thank you. That's okay. Please remember, we're here for you when you need us. Y yeah. Bye. Yeah, hello. Hi, can I speak to Sally, please? Yeah, this is Sally speaking. Hi, Sally. It's Amy calling from Missing People. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? Um, Monday, you know. All right, how are you? I'm very well. I'm calling because I've actually got some news. Oh, my God. <laughs> We've had contact with Aiden. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. So you found him? You don't need to be sorry. You found him? He's called into missing people, and he's asked us to pass a message to you. We don't know where he is yet. Oh, my God. Are you sure you're ready to hear it? Do you want to take a moment, maybe make sure you're sat down first? He's alive, then. I've spoken to him, so... So, yes, he is. Sorry. Sorry, I'll, I'll be done in a minute. That's okay. You don't have to apologize. Right. Okay. Are you sure you're ready? Yes. Okay. The message I've got back from Aiden is that he says he's sorry and I'm okay and that I love you. Aiden? Aiden? Where is he? We don't know. They're confidential. Our phone lines. They don't show where people have called in from. And at the moment, Aiden's not quite sure he's ready to tell us where he is. Right. But we do have the option, if you'd like, to pass a message back to him. 
Oh, God. He's been advised that we're going to try and pass this message to you, and that he's... Sorry, what, what, what did you say? He, he's been advised what? That we're going to try and pass this message to you. Right. And that he can call back and see if there's one left for him. And is he... You say he's okay. Is he unwell? Is he sick? Is he in a hospital? He's just said that he's okay, and he's sorry, and that he loves you. Must have come as quite a shock. <laughs> yeah. Only 477 days, you know. It's been quite a while, hasn't it? Oh my God. I don't know what to say. Um... You don't have to think of one right now if you don't want to. <laughs> I can't think of anything. I need to talk to my children. Okay. Can I bring you back? What's your name? My name's Amy. Amy. Can I bring you back and talk to you later? Yes, of course. I'm going to be here until about 10 o'clock tonight. Okay. Is your daughter going to be home soon? Yeah, she'll be home in a moment. Okay. I don't want to leave you alone without someone you can talk to right now. No, no, Camilla's here. Oh, so he's okay. He's alive. All right. Maybe I'll talk to you a bit later. Okay. Is that all right? Of course. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Thank you so very much. Sorry for getting so upset. Never apologize for how you feel. All right, then. Okay. All right, then. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right, then. Hello. Missing people. How can we help? Hi, it, it's Aiden. Hi, Aiden. How are you doing? Um, did, did you talk to her? I did, actually. We managed to pass a message to Sally, and we've got one back for you. Oh. Oh. Okay. Can I tell you what I'd like to say to him then? Yeah, of course you can. Just to say that we love him too. We love him. Can you tell him we've always loved him? Okay. Um, and that we're just very pleased and happy and relieved that he's called. But we want to know. I want to know. I want to know how he is. Okay. I've got that you're pleased to hear from him. Yeah. And that you love him too. Yeah. And... And that we all love him. We all love him. We all love him. And so, to sort of go on from that, are you happy if Aiden asks us to continue passing messages back and forth? Yes, yes. Are you happy to keep us using them? Yes, yes. Okay. And there was a direct question you asked, which is, you said you wanted to know how he's been. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> Would you like to take the message? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The message back from Sally is, I'm pleased to hear from you. We love you too. We are happy to receive messages from you. And how have you been? And how do you feel about hearing from him? Yeah, maybe that up. Because I thought it was my fault, you see. All right. And why do you think it was your fault? 
because he couldn't tell me what was wrong. If there's something wrong, I'm scared that he's poorly. I don't know why I feel that. I feel like he might be poorly and I'm frightened. He's not with someone else, is he? He hasn't taken up with someone else, has he? Not got another wife or something? Um, I didn't discuss anything like that with Aiden. Not living in Spain or something? Uh, he called in on our number, which he couldn't reach from outside the UK. Okay. He's in England. And he's in the UK. Okay. And how... What are you hoping to get back, I suppose? If there's a message. A reason why. The reason why he left us and to... Mostly to know whether he's all right and... Why he's left it so long. We just... We thought he was dead. <laughs> I thought he was dead. Oh, God. Oh, I, I feel a bit sick. I should be jumping about happy, shouldn't I? Everyone deals with things differently. So there's no mandatory emotion. Hello? Missing people. How can we help? It's Aiden. Hi, Aiden. Are you okay? I I'm sorry. You don't need to be sorry. Probably came as a bit of a shock. How, how did she sound? She said in her message she was pleased to hear from you. What does she want? Sally? Yeah. Does she want to speak to me? I can ask if she'd be happy to speak with you. Can you ask her what she thinks about that? What she thinks about... What she thinks about if she wants to speak to me. Hello. Hi. Is this Sally? Um, yeah. Hi, Sally. It's Amy calling from Missing People. Hi. Any news? Yes, actually. Aiden called in and he received your message and he's actually got a message to pass back to you. Right. The message back is somewhat short. He wants me to tell you... He wants me to tell you that he says, I'm okay and would like to talk to you if you feel ready, which... Okay. Considering the situation, maybe a bit of an ask because I know things have now probably settled in a bit. The shock has subsided a bit, so perhaps it's a good time for us to talk about how you feel about everything. Well, at the moment I'm just completely all over the place, really. I've just, you know, now stopped crying every second. I'm just trying to... trying to... I've got loads and loads of questions, obviously, but it's just hearing him say he's OK, but not knowing anything else. I don't know whether I'm ready just to have a phone conversation with him, you know, from from nothing. Of course. Hello, missing people. Uh, is this Amy? It is. Hi, Aiden. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Yeah, I, I'm all right. How How are you? Um. Yeah, we've actually got a message back from Sally for you here. Are you ready to hear it? Yeah. Okay. We'd like to say something as a family, if that's all right, first. Of course. Do you have it prepared? I do. I have it written down. My daughter's written it down for me. Okay. All right. 
First of all, we want to say that I'm glad you're okay. Okay. And that we've been really worried about you. Okay. And that we're not ready to talk yet. Mm-hmm. And that the kids have lots of questions. Where are you? What have you been doing? And I have to know these things too. I need to know why he left. And she's got a specific question for you, which is, I need to know why you left. She also wants you to know that she hopes that you know that they all love you. That's quite a long message there. Yeah. With a lot in it. She needs to know why I left. I'm just trying to work out how I would feel if I saw him again. How I would feel if I spoke to him and how, you know, how... Where would I begin? Yeah, I left because... I left because, um... Oh, it, it just didn't seem like I needed to be there anymore. How do you mean, you didn't need to be there? It, it seemed like I was making everything worse. What sort of things? No, oh, I, I, I was fighting with Jean and my, my business had fallen apart, you know. The things I did didn't really seem to matter. And, and I couldn't see why I needed to be there. Okay. And what sort of things were you fighting with Jean about? Do you remember? <laughs> His girlfriend. I don't think much of her. No, see, the silly things, really. Silly. It, it wasn't him. He wasn't the problem. No? It was me. What sort of things were you going through in your head at the time? I could hear my dad. He was talking to me sometimes. He's dead. Mm-hmm. Seemed like things were coming to an end. D does that make any sense? What sort of things? It was like I was coming to an end, like r running out. Running out of? Running out of m myself. I thought about killing myself once or twice. Oh, I, I don't know. Have you ever talked to someone about this, Aiden? No, I, uh, I, I went to a GP once a long time ago. Okay. What about talking to someone else? Maybe more specialist than GP. My dad killed himself. How long ago did that happen? Oh, it was 1985. So quite some time ago. Yeah. How old were you then? I was 14. He drove his car into a concrete pillar. You were very young to go through something so traumatic. I never got to ask. To to say goodbye, never, never said goodbye to him. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. From a wife's point of view, wondering whether anything could go back to any kind of thing that it was, I don't know. 
I just don't know. Okay. Okay. How... You said you weren't quite sure, obviously, as a husband and wife, but how do you think you'd feel to talk to him because maybe that's something that could happen fairly soon, if it's something that you wanted to happen? From Aiden's messages, he's obviously ready. He just wants you to be ready, too. Well, if he can perhaps give me a little more information in the next message. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll see from that. And, and how do you think you'd feel talking to him? I supposed I'd be able to tell by his voice whether he was, you know, my Aiden, the same person I knew, or whether he'd sound completely different. Oh, I don't know. Is that something you're worried about? Yeah. Do you feel like you're a different person? I've had to change a lot, yeah. I'm not as cheery. I've had to take control and take charge and sort everything out, you know? And I've had to make do and fix stuff, and I don't know whether he knows how much of, of that I've had to do, whether he knows what we've been going through. I want to talk to her, but she doesn't want to talk to me yet, yeah? Not yet, no. What should I do? Well, we can try and pass this message back. I mean, at the moment, I've literally got... I left because I made a mistake. Can you tell her I'd like to talk to her? I'd like to talk to you. Yes. Okay. We can certainly pass that back and... Okay. ...and see what her response is to that. Obviously, she's already said that she isn't ready to talk yet. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. We can certainly make sure that she's aware that you're ready when she is. Yeah. Would that be an accurate way of putting it? Yeah. Yes, so, yes, yes, that, that's fine. Okay. Is there anything else we can do to help right now? No. I'll call later. Okay. Take care. Bye. You know, I could just walk out, take a few pills and bugger off. That's in my head too. And I'd be worried that I would say something like that without knowing his frame of mind and what he's been doing, you know. That's what I'm frightened of. All of this mixture of emotions and feelings. So, saying the wrong thing? Yeah. Or, you know, how honest can you be with someone you don't feel you know anymore? Mm-hmm. Yes. It is difficult. And that will hopefully be something you and Aiden will be able to broker. As has been offered with our help, if you'd like, in the first instance that... Yeah. You know, we'd be able to connect a three-way call so that you've got someone else on the other line. And we normally don't say too much, to be honest. Apart from, hi, this is so-and-so from so-and-so. But I think sometimes just having that other person there, knowing someone else is there, can help make it feel less strained. Mm. Well, we'll see what he says next and we'll go from there. Did you manage to talk to her? I did, actually. We spoke yesterday, so thank you for calling back today. 
and we discussed the message that you asked me to pass. And Sally said that she's ready to maybe meet up, but beforehand, she wants to have a three-way call. Obviously, I know I've explained to you, and I've also explained to Sally about what would happen on a three-way call and stuff, so she'd like that to be the first step. Yeah. The two of you talking. I, I think that's right. I was just blowing around on the streets because everything feels insecure. It's like everything's just dissolving around you. You try and get a hold of something and it's gone. You don't exist. People hate you. They don't want you around. They, but, but what I'm trying to say is what's happening to you there as a person on the streets where you're nothing, and, and then, if it's happening in your head as well, and it was, where you are, increasingly you just don't exist. And everything that you knew and everything that you are and everything that you were is dissolving as well. You're just this point of nothing. I thought I was going to die. You know, people don't understand this kind of thing. It's much easier if someone has died or, or someone's just left you for someone else or... It's... It's no man's land, really. This was a Townsville Little Theatre production of Ambiguous Loss, written by Michael Butt and transcribed by Bridget Douglas. Sally was Jacinta Ryan. Helen was Nancy Nicholson. Jean was Zane Walker. Carmela was Kalani Gia. Amy was Hilary Bell. Aidan was David Brooke Taylor. If this performance has raised any issues for you, please ask for help. You can reach free confidential services that offer support and are accessible 24-7, such as Lifeline on 13 11 14, Beyond Blue on 1-300-224-636, or the Australian Federal Police Missing Persons Hotline on 1-800-000-634. Voice recording and sound design by Tom Marks. Artwork by Dane Hallam. Ambiguous Loss was directed by Donna Clayton-Smith and was produced during the 2020 coronavirus pandemic.